for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Amen. Well, we're going to talk about a little bit what I, I've been talking about. I've been talking about uh, how to stay focused uh, in the midst of a crisis. Stand focused on your kingdom assignment in the midst of a crisis. Now, today, there's some things that came to me today. When things come to me, I believe that is significant and should be uh, shared with you guys or shared with the people on Facebook that's watching. I, um, I, I, I post it. This is this is what came to me today. Now, see, do you agree with this? Not only God's people, but the people of God, that's who I'm talking to now. But any it goes for people in general, but the kingdom people are longing for personal fellowship. We are longing to be face to face with one another. We're longing to be able to commune, to talk to one another face to face. But at the same time, we took for granted our fellowship. We took for granted our oneness. We took for granted unity. And the times we should have been fellowshipping face to face, we took it for granted. Uh, this is just another day to go to church or, you know, just Sunday. Uh, uh, just Wednesday, uh, you know, same old thing. But now there's a longing. Amen, somebody. There's, there's a desire for us to be together, close knit together, face to face. So I come to tell you tonight, don't take anything for granted any longer. From this night forward. Amen. Come on, somebody. This night forward, don't take people for granted. Don't take things for granted. Don't take your husband for granted. Don't take your wife for granted. Don't take your brothers or sisters or mother or father, whatever. Don't take anyone for granted again. Because things that you take for granted, things that you long for, can change overnight. Amen. Don't, don't take it for granted. Especially when you love people. You know, you want a fellowship. You want to be around people. Amen. We were never meant to be isolated. But because of this pandemic, because of the social distancing, because of what's going on now, we have to communicate uh, via Facebook, via Internet, uh, text, whatever. Thank God for technology. Amen. But don't take it for granted. We shouldn't at this time in this season, we should not be jealous or envious or holding grudges or hating. We should all be about love now. You see, we should have been doing this all the time. But now it's a greater need for us to come together, to unify. To look out for those who are less fortunate than we are. Now, I'm just speaking to you from my heart. Now, I got I got plenty of word to, to, to give you, but I'm speaking to you from my heart. 
this is a time that we who are uh, who have things that we can help other people. It's time for us to unify and help the less fortunate. Amen. It's time for us to reach out and say, especially I'm talking about now, you know, everybody, especially in our in our fellowship. We need to reach out and find out, you know, this person, you OK? Uh, uh, what's going on? Uh, have you applied for your unemployment? Uh, have you if you're not working? Uh, uh, do you need uh, somebody to show you how to do this? So we take stuff for granted. Uh, and we're here. We exist for the benefit of other people. I'm not in the earth for me. I'm in the earth for you. You're not in the earth for you. You're in the earth for me. We work together. That's how we accomplish vision and goals and purposes in life. Amen. I just wanted to say this because I want you to understand the thing that we take for granted sometimes. We end up missing the very thing that we took for granted. Amen. And the Lord said, don't take anything from granted from this day forward. Do not take anyone anything for granted. Amen. We're missing the closeness. But I want to tell you this. I believe the Lord put on my heart to tell you, be patient. Be patient because this too shall pass. Be patient. You know, um, put on fortitude. That means I'm not giving up in the midst of a pandemic. I'm not giving up in the midst of a crisis. Matter of fact, I'm 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 oppressing even more to God and in God. Amen. Praise God. You, we thought we saw too. You know, we thought we saw each other too much. Oh man, I didn't go to church. I just seen them Sunday. <laughs> Come on. I just seen the pastor. I just seen the pastor Sunday. I know what he getting ready to say. He getting ready to say, take your Bible, lift your Bibles up, lift your, this is my Bible. I am what I said I am. I can do what I said I can do. Y'all, come on now. You took it for granted. Well, when I leave out, I know same thing. I gotta shake. Look, I gotta shake Pastor hand. You know, I got, he gonna be at the door, shake my hand, shake my hand. Now we can't even shake hands. <laughs> Things we took for granted. Amen. We took things for granted. And those very things that we miss now. Are you listening to me? We miss those things. See, love is different from just, you know, I come to jail. But when you love people, you miss seeing people. You miss the fellowship. Amen. You know, we don't care what you wear to church. We, we don't come to church to suit and dress the best and all that. That ain't what we do at AFC. Y'all know that. We kingdom people. We come because iron shopping the iron. See, you never know that person that the greeters that you were at the door. And that person came through the door. You don't know. They may have been, they was getting ready to maybe get ready to commit suicide. But you said one word. You said, I love you and the Lord love you. Thank you for coming. You changed that person live. See, now those things we took for granted. But God want us tonight to not take anything for granted. Amen.
And another thing I want to say, uh, see, a lot of time we build ministry. We build ministry and not people. Okay. We built ministry based on how large our ministry should be and based on church growth, which is good. We believe in that our church grows and growing and still growing even now. But we, we should have been teaching and we are, we do people how to spiritually mature. Therefore, in a time like this, you don't have to call this one to pray for you. We taught you to pray. And it's all right. We're going to pray for you. Don't misunderstand. We, we, we taught you to pray. We taught you to stand in faith. We taught you to believe God. Amen. So time like now, you had to put that into practice. Amen. We missed the fellowship. Amen, somebody. But now let us not take anything or anyone for granted. Now, I said all that to say this. That's a good introduction. It won't take me but a few minutes. I'll be out of your way. Praise the Lord. How do we have peace and thrive in the midst of a crisis? The number one, you must have a solid foundation. That's the catch. If you're going to build anything, the foundation is the key. Now, over in Matthew chapter seven, turn your Bible with me to Matthew chapter seven right quick. Matthew chapter seven. We're going to look at this real briefly. Matthew chapter seven. Look at verse number uh, 24, I think. Let me get over there. Matthew chapter seven. And we're going to look at verse 24. Now, remember, if you're going to have to have peace and thrive in the midst of a crisis, then you and I must have a solid foundation. See, it doesn't matter what storm comes. It do not matter. I shall not be moved because my foundation is solid. In other words, that's why when they build certain structures, certain buildings, they uh, the inspector tell you to dig two, three feet deep and put rebar, steel rebar in there in the in the uh, the um, hole. Or your foundation and then put concrete so many feet thick of concrete over the steel rebar. Why? Because it should be able to stand against a hundred, 110 mile per hour wind. So the foundation is the key. Like right now, we're in this crisis. The wind is blowing. The rain is descending. But if your house or your life is on a solid foundation, which is the word of God, you're going to have peace. Are you listening to me? I said you will have peace in the midst of the storm. Look at verse 24. This is what Jesus said. Therefore, whosoever hears these saying of mine, if you hear these saying of mine, and this is the thing. And does them. 
See, a lot of us have been hearing the word, but we have not been doing the word. Therefore, our foundation now is not faith. Our foundation is fear. I said it again. See, just because you hear the word does not build faith. Faith comes by hearing, but also applying what you hear. You have to apply the word. Amen. He says here, he said, when you hear the word and does them, I will liken him a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rock and the rain descend and the flood came and the wind blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these saying of mine and does not do them. We heard a lot of teaching on prayer, a lot of teaching on faith, a lot of teaching on principle, a lot of teaching on grace, a lot of teaching on so forth and so on. But did we apply that? He said the difference in the two people here. The reason one person weathered the storm and the the other person Cave in during the storm is because one was a hearer and one was a hearer and doer. Amen. So that's the first thing you got to have a solid foundation. Then number two, you got to know that God is your source, source even in a crisis. God is your source. The government will appreciate everything they're doing, but they're not our source. They are a resource. Don't forget that because if you're not careful, you'll start depending more on the government than you do the God of this universe. You start depending more on the government, uh, bail out money, bail out checks, bail out. Come on now. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Cause I receive whatever they send me. I receive it too, but that's not my source. Y'all don't like that too good. See, it cannot be my source. Cause watch this now. If you make that your source, then that is subject to change. But if I make God my source, then it does not matter what's going on around me. He don't change. Number three, I must understand in the midst of a crisis, if I'm going to thrive and have peace, is that number three is that nothing is permanent but God. Everything else must change. Everything that comes into the earth realm is stamped with time, season, and change. Are you listening to me? Number four, Everything is in the earth is of a season. This too shall pass. Somebody said this too shall pass. The fourth, the fifth thing I want you to get a hold of, I stopped here last week, is that you must understand that principles, I didn't say methods, principles do not change even in the midst of a crisis. Now, the reason I'm teaching you this is because what we would do, we will stop applying principles based on our condition. Jesus. I said this again. Because of your condition, it does not change your position. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody. That's who I am. Come on now. So that's my position. Just because condition change around me 
I'm still who the Bible said I am. So I practice that which I am. Come on, somebody. You got to listen to me. Good. You got to hear me. Glory to God. I practice righteousness because that's who I am. Once I understand my identity, then it frees me from being a fake or phony. Got to hear me. You cannot forget. Number five. To apply the principles. This is the thing. I heard someone say this and it's irrelevant who said it. I told you last week. They said, don't you don't don't pastors, don't y'all be, you know, y'all shouldn't be asking people for offering, asking people to give because we all of us is going through all of us is doing this. I'm like, dude. Is the word true or should we of course a pandemic? We just throw the Bible in the trash can. Because it's a crisis. Now watch this now. He said this. He said that I shouldn't petition. I shouldn't talk about offering, financial offering. But I'm telling you, if God is the same God that he was before the pandemic. If I can't brag off God during the pandemic, how was I bragging off God before the pandemic? Y'all ain't listening to me now. Was I faking before the pandemic? They're saying that God is good all the time. He going to take care of me with the head, not the tail, above, not knee, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going out, blessed coming in. Was I just faking then? Oh, you ain't listening to me. No, I wasn't faking. I'm saying the same thing now in the midst of the pandemic because God is the same today, yesterday. Jesus Christ said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, if he provided for you before, come on somebody, before the pandemic, he's going to provide for you in the pandemic and he's going to provide for you after the pandemic. Matter of fact, when we come out of the pandemic, you will have more than you had when you went into the pandemic. Glory to God. Somebody ought to shout right now. Woo! I said somebody ought to say hallelujah. Somebody ought to say hallelujah right there. I'm telling you, if we, when we're going to start believing the Bible, you see, see, everybody, it's all right to preach a little sweet sermon. You know, the Lord is this, the Lord do this, the Lord, the Lord. No, 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 no. When we're going to start believing that the Lord is the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen now, principles don't change. So I'm telling you now, the law which is what I'm talking about, not the Ten Commandments. I'm talking about a consistent way with something function. Do not change. If gravity worked before the pandemic, gravity worked in the pandemic, and gra gra gravity worked after the pandemic. Come on, somebody. If you got on top of this house and jumped down before the pandemic, if you get on this house now and jump down in the pandemic, and if you get on this house and jump down after the pandemic, you still coming to the ground. Because the gravity said what goes up must come down. Whoo, glory. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. So I'm telling you right now, listen to me good. Listen to me good. The principles still work. 
You're not going to be broke. You're not going to get sick. You got to have a declaration. The Bible said death and life is in the power of the tongue. I speak life. Come on, somebody to the things I want to live. And I speak death to the thing that I want to die. Cause there's power in my words. There should be oh my God in heaven. You got to declare a thing and the Bible said it will be established. Woo. I said, you got to declare a thing and the Bible said we'll be established. Come on now. I declare that I won't be broke. I declare that I won't be sick. Cause the Bible says in Psalm 91 in the New Living Translation and verse seven, it's although a thousand fall at my wayside. 10,000 are dying all around me, but these evil shall not touch me. I declare, I believe it, and I walk in it. Whew. Amen. I declare, listen at me. I declare that I walk in divine health every day. Therefore, I don't need healing. Whew. Glory to God. You didn't hear what I say. I, 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 I got to slow, slow down a little bit. You didn't hear what I say. I declare that I walk in divine health every day according to the word of God. Third John 2, beloved, I pray that we prosper and be in health, good health, even that our soul prosper. So good health is a part of my biblical promise. <sighs> Amen, somebody. Mm. You, got, you got to understand, in the midst of the pandemic, don't you start working the principles. The Bible said, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he always reap. Also reap in Galatian. I'm going to just quote this to you in Galatian chapter six and verse seven down through nine. It said, whatsoever man sowed, that shall he reap. If you sow to the flesh, you read up reap of the flesh. You sow to the spirit, you reap of the spirit. Come on now. It said, whatsoever man sowed, that shall he also reap. Do not grow weary by doing well. You should reap in due season if you don't faint. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to continue the principles of God because I know reaping time is coming. My God, my harvest is already here. I declare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm telling you now. Listen to me now. Listen to me now. This is a time. That we don't back down, we don't back up, we don't give in, we don't give up, and we don't give out. That's Pastor Gwen's word there, doing her women conference. We won't give in, we won't give out, we won't give up. I'm telling you right now, we're pressing in, we won't quit. Every day, declare it out of your mouth, I will not be sick, I will not be broke. Although a thousand are dying all around me, 10,000 are dying all around me, it shall not touch me. Glory to God. I'm covered under the blood of Jesus. The Bible said when they apply the blood or the doorpost of the house, when the destroyer saw the blood, they had to pass over. Come on, somebody. When the destroyer see the blood on your life, I don't care where you at, they go, got to pass over, got to pass, got to pass over. Come on now. You use wisdom. Remember, I told you that wisdom and the word go hand in hand. You can't do stupid stuff and talk about you and faith. No, no, no. If you got, listen at me. I tell people that if the CDC, local government, whoever said wear a mask, you put a mask on when you're around people, you know, that you don't know, put a mask on. Simple. 
It ain't going to take away from your faith. You know, then if you, you know, wash your hand, you hand sanitizer, do what they say do. But do not throw God out the window. So you're not you don't have the mess on because you're in fear. You have the mess on because you're in faith and faith. My God in heaven and faith and wisdom always go together. Faith is found in the word and wisdom is found in the word. I wash my hand not because I'm afraid. I wash my hand because it's the right thing to do. Glory. I say it's the right thing to do. <laughs> Amen, somebody. So I'm telling you tonight. Principles work. Principles work. You won't be sick. You won't be broke. That got to be your declaration. According to Psalm 91, 3 John 2, you got word. I'm just not saying this out of my mouth. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm not just saying this out of my mouth. This is the word of God that we declare. Amen. The Bible said in Matthew 8, 17, that Jesus took our infirmity. He bossed. If he took it from you, what you doing trying to take it back from him? He got it. I don't have it. Glory to God. I said he, the Bible said he took my infirmity. He bore my sickness. Come on. So if he took it, I'm not going to try to get it back from him. Let him wear it. I declare that I'm healed. I declare that I will not get sick. I de declare that I will not be broke. Glory to God. That's what I'm declaring out of my mouth. What's wrong with declaring the word of God? Amen, somebody. But this is the thing. Listen to me. The reason that we are now hearing God say things because we have read our mind of clutter. Now you should now catch that. Now you're not ripping and running as much as you was. See, everything that we think is bad inside of the bad. Yeah, it is bad. The pandemic is bad. But inside of it, look for good. I'm not talking about people dying and getting sick. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the time that what we call downtime. It's not downtime. It's time for us now to get closer to God. Get deeper into the word. Amen, somebody. Start reaching out to people. Start. Come on now. Spending that time, that intimate, that communion, communing with God. That's what it's time for. But don't forget those principles that I gave you. Number one was your foundation must be solid. Number two, God is your source, not the government. God is your source, government resource. Number three, nothing that permanent but God. Number four, everything that comes into the earth realm has a time stamp to it. It's a season. And number four, don't you ever forget that principles work even in the midst of a pandemic. God bless you. Thank you so much for watching tonight. Uh, it's an honor to come to you and speak to you. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what shall a man do to be saved in, in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried. And you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. 
Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.